0: dear mistress was above the stairs, struggling to hold on until all her affairs had been properly settled, and her favoured granddaughter, Taylor, arrived to say her farewell. While down below, the dying woman's son was holding court as pretty as you please, laughing and carrying on like the cad that he was. His daughter, Jane, clung to his side, a smug expression on her face. "'Thomas guessed the gloating look was due to the fact "'that she knew her father would share his wealth with her. Two rotten peas in the same pod,' Thomas thought to himself. "'Oh, yes, father and daughter were very alike "'in both character and appetite. "'The butler didn't feel he was being disloyal to his mistress "'because he harboured such dark opinions about her relatives. "'She felt the same way. "'Why, on several occasions... He'd heard Lady Esther refer to Jane as a viper. She was that all right. Thomas secretly called her much worse. She was a vicious young woman, full of clever plots, and it seemed to him that the only time he ever saw her smile was after she had deliberately crushed someone's feelings. It was said by those in the know that Jane ruled the upper crust with a malicious hand, and that most of the younger men and women just stepping into their places in society were actually afraid of her, although they knew better than to admit it. Thomas didn't know if the gossip was true or not, but one thing was certain in his mind. Jane was a destroyer of dreams. She'd gone too far this time, however, for she'd dared to attack that which Lady Esther most valued. She'd tried to destroy Lady Taylor. "'Thomas let out a loud grunt of satisfaction. "'Very soon now, Jane and her disreputable father "'would be made to realize the ramifications "'of their treacherous deeds. "'Dear Lady Esther had been too occupied "'with ill health and family losses "'to notice what was going on. "'Since the day Taylor's older sister, Marion, "'had taken her twin babies to live in Boston, "'Lady Esther had begun her decline. "'She'd been failing ever since.' Thomas believed the only reason she hadn't completely given up was because she was determined to see the child she'd raised as her own daughter married and settled first. Taylor's wedding had been cancelled thanks to Jane's interference. A bit of good came out of the god awful humiliation, however. Lady Esther finally had her eyes opened. She used to be a forgiving woman until this latest outrage. Now she was just plain vindictive where in heaven's name was taylor thomas prayed she would arrive in time to sign the papers and say her farewell to her grandmother the servant paced and fretted for several more minutes he then turned his attention to ushering the guests lounging so insolently on the steps into the already crowded solarium at the back of the house he used food and additional liquor as an incentive to gain their cooperation After he crammed the last of the vile creatures inside, he pulled the door closed, then hurried back to the foyer. A commotion coming from outside drew his attention. He rushed over to look out the side window. He recognized the crest on the black carriage still rocking to a stop in the center of the circle drive, let out a sigh of relief, and then said a quick prayer in thanksgiving. Taylor had finally arrived. Thomas looked into the salon to make certain both the Earl and his daughter were still occupied with their friends. Since their backs were turned to the entrance, he hurried over to shut the salon doors. If luck stayed on his side, he would be able to get Taylor across the foyer and up the stairs before her uncle or cousin noticed. Taylor was threading her way through the crowd of opportunists camped out on the drive when Thomas opened the door. He was pleased to notice she completely ignored the scoundrels trying to gain her attention. Several actually shoved their cards into her hands with loud boasts that they were the best investment counsellors in all of England and could get her a triple return on the money she would soon inherit. All she needed to do was hand the inheritance over to them. Thomas was disgusted by their theatrics. If he had had a broom handy, he would have gone after the rabble. Here, here, get away from her, Thomas shouted the order and rushed forward. He latched onto Taylor's elbow in a protective gesture and glared over his shoulder at the offenders while he escorted her through the doorway. Criminals, if you ask me, every one of them, he muttered. Taylor was in full agreement with his pronouncement.